peace of our Lord be with you. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping me? With those words, this morning's psalm raises the kind of question which lives in the spirit of many people of great faith who, in the face of much sorrow or long struggle, wonder with the one who wrote this morning's psalm why God doesn't step in sooner and stop things before they go so far and get so bad. People of great faith who wonder with the one who wrote this morning's song why God doesn't relieve more suffering, stop more tragedy, heal more disease, and protect more good people from more bad pain the kind of question which is a sign not of doubt, but of faith. After all, if we thought God was lacking in either love or power, we wouldn't wonder why God doesn't do more. Lacking love God could do more, but wouldn't. Lacking power, God would do more, but couldn't. But since we believe that God has an abundance of both love and power, we do sometimes find ourselves wondering and asking why. A spiritual question which actually places us in the best of spiritual company. From Moses in Numbers chapter 11 asking God, why is my life so unbearable? To Job wondering in the book which bears his name, why won't God give me some relief? To the prophet Jeremiah lamenting, Why is my pain unceasing and my wound incurable? To Jesus himself quoting on Good Friday's cross from this Sunday's psalm, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? All of which is to say that no one should ever feel badly about asking why God does not always 
stop the pain, cure the disease, reconcile the relationship, fix the brokenness, block the terrible violence, break the crippling cycle, and save the day. In fact, in life's worst moments, why is sometimes the question we can't not ask? Like Jesus on the cross, asking with the one who wrote this morning's song, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? But while why is a question we sometimes need to ask out loud, Knowing why we are suffering is, generally speaking, not as helpful as knowing how to live the life which is ours to live while bearing the pain which is ours to bear. More often than not, how matters more than why. As Frederick Buechner once wisely observed concerning poor Job and the tragic loss of his ten children and his own health, even if God had given Job the answers to all of his questions about why so much suffering had come his way, Job still would have been staring at the same empty chairs every morning and clawing at the same itching sores every night. What Job needed, Beekner concluded, was not answers to explain his suffering, but courage to endure it. Which is often true for many of us. Knowing why what happened, happened, is, I guess, in some ways important. But knowing why what happened, happened, is almost always less important than knowing how best to go forward. As Stanley Hirewas once wisely said, what we need is not an answer capable of explaining our grief, but a community capable of absorbing our grief. Which, for most of us, is how we do go through what we did not get to go around. With the help of a community capable of absorbing our grief. The people of God surrounding us and supporting us. Their prayers for us becoming God's arms around us. Their kindness to us. God's presence with us. A truth to which the poet Mary Oliver bears a beautiful witness when she said, that time 
I thought I could not go any closer to grief without dying. I did go closer, but I did not die. Surely God had a hand in this, she said, as well as friends. Indeed, that is how most of us go through things so hard that if someone had told us ahead of time we were going to have to go through them, we would have sworn we would never make it through. But we do. Look at us. Here we sit. We haven't vaporized into a mist. Look at us. Feel yourself. There you are. We did go through. And when we do, we go through with the help of God and the people of God. I cannot speak for you, but in my experience, we almost never know why we go through what we go through, but we almost always know how we go through what we go through with the strength-giving Spirit of God and the care-giving, phone-calling, note-sending, visit, making, check, writing, meal delivering, card mailing, love embodying, burden bearing, sadness sharing, grief absorbing people of God for which we are left only to say thanks be to God. Amen.